0: back to let's face reality with bravo this is lena another solo recap for winter house today we're actually going to recap the winter house episode and then we're going to briefly talk about the reunion that came on right after this was such a lackluster i think i used that word right reunion um i feel like more could have happened but everything they said is what we already know so we're going to skim through that quick once we finish the episode recap but i hope you guys have had a great week hope you're going to have a Very fun winter break, celebrating your holidays with your family. If you don't have family, hopefully you celebrate it with your friends or people around you, your community. And yeah, so let's get into the episode. So we're doing Winter House Season 3, Episode 9. The title of this one was One Last Ride. So we're picking back up on the Malia and Sam argument, and Sam actually feels... Malia wants a relationship with him which I mean we all felt that okay Malia would have definitely gone for Corey if he did want it but a part of me does kind of take Malia's word for it at the end where she says she started seeing Corey as a brother but I don't know she's just saying that to Sam and you know the second Sam actually started to cry I really sympathized with her and her emotions because she's the one who's looking like a fool at the end of the day and she's the one who's wanting this to be an actual relationship you know so I don't know. We've all been there. Let's let's just like try to be a little more understanding in that if, in that sense. But I really like how her and Malia were able to hash things out in a way and like get along. But like I just don't like the Malia keeps using the excuse that she's a guy's girl. She has brothers. She treats everyone like a brother. Because no offense, I'm not that tattooed with my brother. I don't jump on him like that. I mean, ever since we got older. So it's I don't know. But they got over it. So then Brian goes back. After trying to overhear the argument between Malia and Sam. And he tells Casey that Sam doesn't know yet. That Casey called Sam trash. And Casey just looks at him. And she was like yeah well don't say anything. I don't want her to come after me. Because Casey clearly likes Sam after meeting her. And we actually see Jordan and Alex continue to flirt. While Danielle is just creepingly staring at them. She is staring into their souls. Giving them that death stare. Like I will ruin you if this keeps on happening. And she goes Okay, so then we see it seems like Alex is walking around the house. So then Danielle goes and starts looking for Alex. And she asks them if they can still be more than friends after he had friend zoned her guys the last episode. Oh, it's so awkward. Like, Danielle, you're making it worse for yourself. And he just basically tells her, like, no, I don't want to do that. it It's going to overwhelm him. And he just cannot take on more. So good for him for saying that, even though he does end up failing later. But... Sam goes to the bathroom. Malia tells everyone she's fine. She's just fixing her makeup when obviously she isn't. She went to the bathroom to cry. And we see that Amanda and Casey go to check in on her. And they comfort her. And Amanda explains to Sam that she needs to stop trying to be the cool girl. Like you just have to tell a man what you want. If he's not going to bring it to you, you got your answer. But they show flashbacks of Amanda and Kyle in the first season. And it's really true. Like when you do act pretty chill and cool, the man will walk all over you. You got to set boundaries and tell them exactly what you want and what you're looking for. And we then find Corey. He comes to try to find Sam to comfort her. And she explains to him about being his girlfriend and what they are. And she just doesn't like this whole situationship deal. So Sam makes him define their relationship and tells him that she doesn't know if at this point she has to ask him if he's her boyfriend. And just Corey responds in a way where you could tell he didn't want this, but he's like, the camera's on me. I'm going to get such a bad rep if I say no. So he just responds with, technically, I guess we are. Yes. Like, that was not convincing. Just say, so I don't know. I don't know why he's keeping this up. He thinks he's going to get more maybe screen time if he's with her. But I feel like it's doing the opposite for both of them. Because Bravo needs single people. They can't keep bringing people in relationships and doing a bunch of weddings every season. It's not fun to watch. And, guys, Alex and his, not Alex, Corey and his confessionals comparing this to taking a dump. And he's like, well, I guess I'm taking a dump now. I, I didn't even, I didn't get that. That was a horrible analogy. But then we see Brian. He tells Alex that his hair smells so good and that he's very a big hygiene guy. And Alex gives it to him back and tells him he always smells good. And they just like have this bro bonding moment and hug. And everyone's getting along. They're partying in the kitchen while some of them are actually doing the dishes while this is happening. And Amanda says goodbye to everyone from now because she's leaving a day before everyone. Her flight is going to be the next morning. And we see Brian and Alex hanging out with Casey Uh, Well, they're hanging out and then Casey comes and she just starts making out with Brian while Brian is sitting, like Alex is laying down. Brian's on one side, Casey's on the other and they're making out while Alex is just laying there. So it's just awkward. So Alex and Jordan run out and Casey just, she really goes for it, guys. They start going all night. Her and Brian just making out. Never saw that one coming. Did not even think she was into him. But everyone goes to bed and we see Schwartzy and Katie, they're sharing a bed together for the night and they're being all sweet with each other and now it's the next day and amanda's gone to the airport she wakes up 15 minutes before her uber right and uh, like danielle wakes up guys and she goes straight to alex's bed and asks to cuddle him i mean what do you think he's gonna say he's not gonna say no and he just woke up and then after seeing that alex said he's a light sleeper i just i don't know i mean didn't she have morning breath did she brush her teeth before she did this and alex just says that he needs to set healthy boundaries. But later we'll see he does not do that. And Brian's walking around with Casey's hair extensions. He puts them in his hair and he calls himself Tiger King. And we see Sam and Corey. And she tells him that Malia had mentioned another issue with someone in the house that they have with Sam. And Corey just straight up tells her that Casey called her trash. But he defended her and Casey was apologizing profusely. And she did really feel bad for it. And it clearly upsets Sam considering they've actually been getting along. Out of most of the girls in the house, I feel like Casey's been making Sam feel the most welcomed. So they all go down. Half of the group is going skiing and snowboarding, which is going to be Corey, Malia, Sam, Brian, Schwartz, and Casey. And Sam apologizes to everyone for how she acted the night before she called herself a dick for it. And Casey responds with, no, it's okay. You weren't. And Sam replies back with, you have a low standard for fine, I think. And that's when Casey caught on that Sam officially knows now what she said behind her back. And then while they went skiing, we see that Danielle just goes straight up to Alex, guys, and makes out with him full face. Like, what is he supposed to do at that point? Why would you do that to him? So then they go in the bathroom, you know, they do a quickie. They get it over with. Uh, And honestly, like, Danielle's one of those girls that makes me feel like if she gives the guy what he wants, he'll like her more. But that's not how it works. Women are the gatekeepers of sex. Okay, so... Like, hold that with pride. Don't let anyone have that. So, back in the house, we... How do I say this? So, after they do whatever it is they did, Alex obviously goes straight to Jordan. They're talking. They're flirting. And Danielle just overhears them flirting with each other. And she's upset. Like, you did this to yourself. No one told you to go do that with Alex, okay? So, the other group, they're skiing. They're having fun. And then they sit down and they drink after they're done skiing. So Cam, Sam, Cam, Sam pulls Casey aside so they could talk. And when she does, Casey fully admits what she did. She's remorseful, apologetic. She came clean right away. So I really appreciate Casey from that. But like next time, don't talk behind someone's back or say something about them if you can't handle the heat and the backlash that comes back with it. I'm just saying. And don't talk about someone you just have never met. I... Like, if I've never met you, I don't have a leg to stand on to say anything because another person's opinion is going to be always biased. So they both uh, hug it out. They both admit that they both have big mouths and they move on with it. So everyone's back in the house. And okay, the first thing I noticed, guys, was how dirty everyone's room is. I couldn't, I could not live with people like that. Like, I would start going in and cleaning their room and organizing their clothing, okay? Just so I could walk around the house comfortably. My OCD would not allow that. But they all order takeout everyone's just relaxing it seems like it's kind of like the downtime before they go out for their last hurrah and Brian tells Kyle that they were he was playing tonsil hockey with Casey we see the pizzas arrived and then Schwartz wants to do something cute for Floody so Danielle helps him make it like really cute outside she sets up the table removes the snow from it puts two deers on top of each other candle champagne all of that good stuff and Tom brings Floody outside with him. They drink. And he actually starts explaining to her that, like, the friend zone is here. And she's all the way up there. Like, she's past it. And he says that he's just so happy he got to experience this, this thing with, with Floody. Because it's allowed him to remind himself how much he really loves himself. And I love that for Schwartz. Sure. It's like, guys, I know he's done a lot of things that are just out of the norm he's cheated he's been ruthless and horrible to Katie and I hate that I really hate that about him but I also do believe someone can change and I feel like this divorce is what Katie and Tom needed to become better people because the more they were together the more they were being toxic and unhealthy and it was like spewing out on everyone else so I think this is really good for him I hope it allows him to be better for next season let's hope January 30th cannot come fast enough but And Tom also ends up telling Katie that he wants to take her out on a date when she goes to LA because apparently she's stopping by LA a week later. And Kyle points out that he did this, like the date that Schwartz had with Katie was in the exact same spot that Kyle's always peeing outside of and the other guys as well. And then they just show all the flashbacks of Kyle peeing outside on the like terrace or whatever. So they all go out to the bar, the people there, they're like passing out mustaches to everyone. It's a great vibe. Everything's fine. And Sam says Corey's coming to visit her in New York and Flooding and Malia are apparently going to France. I'm assuming they have a charter or something. They got work to do. And we see Alex and Jordan. They're together. They're flirting. They're sharing a drink. And then they go to the side and they're talking to each other. And Alex just tells Jordan how much he appreciates her. Well, Danielle is just driving herself crazy at this point. And Danielle says that she's being gaslit by Alex, but there's no gaslighting going on. He's not sitting there and telling you you're crazy or he's not doing that. He's doing it in front of you and he's friend zoned you multiple times at this point. So I think you're the one who's refusing to believe and is in denial for what's actually happening right now. And basically... Jordan just tells Alex that she's grateful for him and they feel like they're the closest ones together in the house and they've just been each other's comfort and that they've developed this friendship throughout the course of their winter vacation. And Alex says in the confessional that he's never had a female friend before because he's always had this innate desire, which comes back to being true. Like, I feel like boys and girls really can be friends because there's always one person in that friendship that really wants it to be more, but it can't or they just want to do the fun part. And it's just not going to work. This is why her parents never have friends of the opposite gender. Just saying. But Casey and Brian, they actually make out again. And they do it in front of the entire cast. And everyone's cheering them on and clapping for them and woohooing them. And so they all go back to the house after this outing. And Danielle just tells Sam while they're changing that Jordan has to know self-awareness. And Sam just kind of like agrees with her and tells her, you know, this is your friend. You should be able to set boundaries with her and tell her what she, what she shouldn't be doing. And Fletty goes to check on Schwartz and he's just dead asleep in her bed. And when she goes to lay down next to him, her leg is literally on Casey's neck. She doesn't see that Casey's laying down. Casey's head is where Schwartz's feet are. So as Katie's laying down, she's like, what is that? And she grabs her purse. But then she notices her leg is literally choking Casey while Casey's sleeping. And everyone's partying downstairs. And Jordan and Alex just start to dance together. Okay, this is when it gets bad. And Danielle's giving them the dirtiest look. And she just goes, the second they, it's like they're not really grinding on each other, but Alex puts his arms over Jordan. And she goes directly to Jordan and yells at her. And Danielle says, if you were a effing cool girl, you would not always be flirty and on top of someone who you know is sleeping with me. And Jordan says, I wasn't flirting with anything. Why don't you have this conversation with him? And Danielle says, I have. Well, okay, Danielle, if you have, you have to have it again and again and again, because this is not, and I repeat, it is not, Jordan's responsibility to sit there and pamper your needs and everything, okay? And Jordan goes, Then why are you looking at me? Danielle says, You should have known that I was already sleeping with this man, and you still continue to shake your booty in front of him, and you are really effing lucky. Like, oh my God. Danielle officially sealed the deal. She made herself look like the most cringe, worst castmate ever, and I don't want her back on Summer House. Like, this new season's about to be so dreadful. I don't even want to. Oh my God, I hope it's good. But it's like Carl Lindsay didn't even end until the end of the season. And I remember Paige was saying something on a different interview where they all got along so much this season in Summer House, which honestly I like to see because I hate it when they all attack Lindsay. But that makes me feel like there won't be drama, which makes me feel like there needs to be a cast shakeup shake up in Summer House. But keep Paige. I love Paige. I'm a, gig- I'm a giggler. So as long as they like replace Danielle and maybe Danielle is the piece now that needs to be replaced in Summer House. But anyways, let's get back to this. Oh my god, my coffee got cold. Better just add ice to it and make it iced coffee, huh? All right, so they keep going off on each other and they're just going back and forth. And then when they separate, we see that Floody's actually annoyed. Well, we go back to the bedroom and Floody's so annoyed at Casey, she drags her out of the bed and puts her in her own bed and she goes and cuddles with shorts. And Malia just thinks this entire fight is absurd and ridiculous and tells Danielle that you guys are both fighting over a boy you don't even want. And then Danielle has the audacity to tell Malia. (laughs) This is so funny. She goes, you're you're on the wrong side of history right now. What history? What side? And honestly, if she was, no, she's actually on the right side of history because she's on Jordan's side. Okay. Okay. Uh, So Alex... Guys, Alex gets away with this. He just goes and hides in his room after that. And he barely even acknowledges Jordan. He doesn't try to defend her. He didn't stick up for her. He didn't apologize to her that well. It, I don't know. I didn't like it. And I feel like that should have made Jordan completely just not talk to Alex after this situation. But yeah, I don't know how Alex didn't get in the heat of this. But it's the final day. It's the next morning. Casey wakes up. (laughs) She goes to Brian's room for one last cuddle session. And everyone starts packing their things. And everyone's just ready to go home at this point. Alex goes downstairs, and then when he hears Jordan in the kitchen, he goes to her, tries to hug her, and apologizes to her. But I don't know, I still would not have accepted his apology because he just did nothing to try to defuse the situation. And then Danielle says that she has had, like, she's reached her breaking point, and that's when she went off on Jordan. And at this point, she's only focusing on repairing her friendship with Jordan, which so I thought. But Danielle then pulls Jordan aside and she apologizes. But, like, before she apologizes, she still makes excuses. She basically tells Jordan, like, why would you do that to me? Why are you doing that? Why are you flirting with him? It's not your business, girl. You made it clear your FWB with Alex. And in the beginning, you kept telling Alex to still try to pursue Jordan. So what is that? Make, your, make up your mind, okay? Anyway, so they basically resolve everything. She apologizes to her. But Jordan just does not seem to like Danielle anymore. And she just forgives her because it's the last day. So Jordan's like, what am I going to do? Tell her I don't accept her apology? I don't know it didn't come off uh, like it kind of came off sincere from Danielle but like what Jordan said Danielle's just apologizing because she's embarrassed by her own actions so then we see everyone's leaving they all hug each other they say goodbye and the season has ended so let's get into the reunion so I just want to point out this is going to be a really quick reunion recap nothing happened in it it was kind of boring and I was really upset by it and okay maybe I'm the only one but I really hope that Andy would ask Alex about his relationship status because I swear, I remember he started dating Casey after they wrapped up filming and stuff from after the below deck, a sailing yacht reunion, net of whatever, Natalie or whatever was like hinting that Alex has a girlfriend. I remember when I was following them on Instagram, him and Casey were constantly like commenting cutesy stuff under each other's pictures and liking all of each other's posts. So I assumed they were dating, but it seemed like they broke up and he didn't even ask them about it at the reunion. So... Anyways, yeah, I was not too pleased with this, but let's do a quick brief. I just honestly am going to point out the important stuff. Everything else was so just filler. So Kyle says that this was actually the first time no one complained about cleaning, aka Craig, because Southern Charmcast was not there. And I agree with that. And Annie asks how long everyone was able to sleep for. And everyone says four hours. Like They would go to bed by four, and I'm assuming they'd be up very early because production was like, come on, we need we need to get something on camera. But Amanda says that she slept six to eight hours, which I mean, she was sick basically the first half. So she didn't really, you know, she didn't really party it out. And I feel like since Paige wasn't there, she didn't have her go-to buddy to hang out with at the end of the night when she doesn't want to sit with Kyle. But Katie says that her and Malia really didn't know anything about the scandal and... She's saying this because she said so many fans were giving her shit for it. And she says that she heard some rumblings about issues they had. But after they finished Winter House, she actually went home and she watched the most recent season. And guys, she's still like Tom after watching season 10. Okay? I was like, what? But Brian says that he was flirting with the Housewives at BravoCon, So they're trying to get at who it was. And it was apparently Monica. Like Brian Run. She has four kids. She has many lawsuits. She's a compulsive liar. I don't even know why you're why you would pick Monica. I thought he was into Golnesa from Shaws of Sunset. What happened to that? I'm assuming Golnesa ate him alive. But we see Danielle, he, I mean, Andy, he asks, tells Danielle that, girl, you just can't do casual. And Danielle jumps and says, no, I can. I can actually, I definitely can do casual. And everyone just looks at each other like, no, you can't, girl. What the hell are you spewing at? And even Alex was a little shocked. He brings up the hot tub scene where Alex moved too fast or moved too slow, I guess. And Alex just says he was happy he didn't. I feel like Andy was kind of giving him... Like he's trying to make him or roast him. or I don't know. Andy was just kind of overdoing it in this conversation. But Ryan says he actually had no idea that Alex tried to make a move on Jordan that night. Or else he wouldn't have tried to kiss her before going to bed. And they hadn't even spoken that night either. Jordan admits she was very confused by it as well. But Danielle seems like she didn't even feel bad for anything. Like this entire time, Danielle is just standing on how she acted. She's not taking accountability. She's still putting some blame on Jordan. And oh, it was just so irritating. Like, we didn't get anything from this. I'm, like, going through my notes. So I'm, like, we know this. We know this. We know this. And, yeah. So then Schwartz just also needs to stop saying that Alex and Danielle were FWB goals. Because they weren't. It's weird. And, like, tell, like, I don't know. It's just You could tell that Alex didn't want Danielle from the beginning. It was just so, ugh, They don't like it. But, apparently, Amanda does say that while they were in the house a lot of the castmates didn't even really realize that Alex and Jordan were flirting until they rewatched the show. And that's when they were like, oh, now we get why Danielle was going a little crazy. But still, they were like, Danielle, you overdid it. But Schwartz actually ended up telling Fleady, uh that Katie actually likes her. And I don't buy it because I remember seeing an interview where Katie said she didn't really see her above a con. They don't really talk. And it just, her whole body language from Katie Maloney seemed like she does not like Katie Flood or Floodie. So then, Sam and we bring, they bring Sam out, and Sam and Malia kind of just go at it. Sam goes hard on her. Like, I would have thought they were over it by it, but no, she keeps telling her, You wanted to sleep with Corey. If you had the chance, you would have had him. You didn't respect my relationship. It's very bad. Um, and then Malia tries to apologize at the end, but Sam just kind of looks down and she doesn't really care. And then, my heart did break again for Sam. She started crying and she was like, "Like I was the one who's getting the heat for this. I'm the one who looks stupid on camera. I'm the one who had to work on my relationship after this. You guys didn't have any stake in this. Like she invested in Corey and he made her look stupid. So now she's just going through some trust issues. And I completely understand that on her end. And I, I really hope everyone empathized with her and they all got along after the reunion. And... She basically does admit that she has been going off on Corey as well. It's not just her going off on Malia. It's just, you know, she's with Corey, So obviously she goes off on it behind camera. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you guys have been hearing my stomach. It's been going off. I haven't eaten yet. So I do the intermittent fasting. I don't like to eat. I like to wait at least three to four hours after I wake up to eat something. But I do drink my coffee, which is not good because they say if you eat coffee before you drink anything, you're raising your cholesterol levels up and just makes me break out. And I usually don't have acne anyways, but trying to deal with that anyways okay let's finish up this boring reunion but yeah well actually that was the reunion that was the end of my notes with the samalia thing very not my favorite but you know what it was a good winter house season hopefully next year is better they bring some new people i do want alex back and i want jordan back and obviously kyle and amanda are a staple but i i want to see Paige with the dynamic with the below deck people so i kind of want to see her back i want to see how it goes uh, I know this recap wasn't too long, but I hope you guys got what you needed from it. Or maybe some things. If there's more you guys want me to delve into, please let me know. And I will be more than happy to go into more detail about anything else. But, so I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And yeah, don't forget to follow, rate, review. Give me your feedback. And sign going.